They got it behind the scenes like behind the O-line soon as the QB say hype. <laughs> it's big game, big game, analysis from the player's point of view. Injuries, big trades, player news. Yeah, <laughs> set the competition and he played with Tony Dungy. Better listen, I'm talking about Big Game Sports Bug. Said everything you need and more. Yeah. Big Game Sports Bug. I thought I told you once before, we call him Big Gang James. Yeah, Big Gang James. Big Gang James. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Big Game Sports Buzz, where the sports fanatic and the pro athlete get together and talk about sports and everything else around it. I am the buff nerd, Jay Stocks. Let's go. And, of course, I'm joined by the man, the myth, the legend, the reason why the show is called what it is, Big Game James, what up, guy? How you doing? Hit man, guys, what's up? I'm glad. Hey, man, oh, I'm looking for it. I'm lost. So I, I know you are. I'm good, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the madness, everybody. Welcome. Thank you all. For welcome coming. to the madness. Uh, let me go ahead and get started with this and finish with it. That way, uh, we're not just, you know, taking six minutes to do this thing. Hey, make sure that you like, subscribe, and smash that bell. Welcome to BGSE Network, Big Game Sports and Entertainment Network. Again, make sure that you do those things and share with your friends, family, loved ones, and enemies because we always want to see what they're chatting about. You can also make sure that you chat with us. There you go. Um, you can also listen to us on your favorite podcast platforms, whatever they may be. Okay, I'm done. Was that good? Hey, uh, that 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 hey, that was <laughs> great job, Jay Stocks. Great job. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Make sure you check out the other podcasts that are on BGSE <laughs> Network because there's a lot. We got stuff. Hey, but on Big Game Sports, hey, and if you're on BGSE Network, make sure you check out the other <laughs> podcast on BGSE Network. <laughs> Woo, boy! It's been a long week, man. Look, I'm on. I'm medicated, so whatever. Uh, <laughs> Me too. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna call mine tonight. Medication. I'm on. I'm medicated. Uh, hey, you know tonight, a lot of good stuff is going on in the sports world. Four downs, of course. Oh hell no! Nah. Oh man, tonight we we got a good one. I believe. I think we do. Keep it on the court, of course. NBA Finals edition. Uh, and top five tonight, top five summer blockbuster movies of all time. Listen, this was a you, hard one. You some of my bitch. Boy, <laughs> boy. Five <laughs> these. This is tough. You man, you made man dog. Yeah, yeah. This Very was tough. tough. This tough. was tough. You know, game always texts me. Hey, hey, uh, look, man, like. Like this year, or, or is it? You know, last year. Well, you, no, you will twist it. You will twist it at the end. So I got it clear oh, oh. beforehand. So no, I said, you said you know, like you know, Transformers and Little Mermaid. I'm like, that's this year. Yeah, like, 
I said, wait a minute. I'm giving you, you an example. All time. Yeah, an example. I get it now. You say, no, all time. Then I was like, good. Then I was like, no, not good. Too many damn movies have been out <laughs> since I've been alive to now. And I got to I give, give you five of them. Five of them. Mm-hmm. That's the way top five works. Mm-hmm. That's the way it works. So make sure that you chat. You put in the chat your top five. When summer blockbuster that? movies. These are movies that came out between May and August uh, of all time. Man, I'm telling you, it's, yes, tough, 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 tough. But hey, you know what? It's time to go ahead and begin with the hottest trends and news stories, sports news stories of the week in four downs. So like I said, of course, we're going to talk about the NBA Finals. But first, D-Hop, DeAndre Hopkins is Mm. still out there. Is this something we should be worried about? I mean, OTAs are are OTAs, right? We get what they are. Right. right? They're voluntary. But, I mean, at this point, we're we're getting into – we're in June. August will be here before we know it. And then the season starts. Should he not – at least be kind of close to getting signed somewhere. And and Jay, I really thought about this when we talked about it earlier, a little earlier, man, getting it. You have time. Yes. But if you want that chemistry and that continuity Mm -hmm. start coming together, and if he's on your radar, you need to go ahead and snag him and bring him in. You need to get, because you know, nine teams started to volunteer. I mean, mandatory mini camps today. Other teams have their mandatory mini camps coming up. Uh, other teams are still going through OTAs, however they did, you know, their timeline to get it done. Right. These are the times that you need to start working on that route running, that chemistry, that talking with your quarterback, that eye signal, hand signal, whatever it is you need to, to, uh, to develop. Right. And, you know, I, I thought it was far-fetched for a while when we said, man, he, you know, uh, Deshaun Watson wants him in Cleveland. But if it's happening this late, maybe Cleveland would be a good landing spot because they've worked together before as far as, like, mm-hmm quarterback continuity realistically though i believe he wants to go somewhere to compete and if the chiefs were really a serious player like they've been saying on all the major networks yeah i think is i think it would have got done by now and i think it should have got done by now if if he's in serious consideration to your franchise um do you think maybe they were just trying to get through the off season the rest of their off season like the visit and all of that and now maybe they can sit down as far as the Chiefs and say, okay, we can realistically look at how this is going to work. And maybe talking to the agents and say, look, we know what we have. We're good with what we have. How much is it going to cost us to bring D-Hop in here? Because mm, I think that's another part of it, too, is he may he may want, you know, he may want the bag. Maybe yeah. not all of it. Right, but I, I don't know what he's asking. I don't know yeah. if it's a ridiculous number to where you're like, come on, man, that's that's not even <laughs> fathomable for what you bring to the table right now. Good word. If, if, thank you, sir. If I'm D-Hop, though, honestly, Jay Stoggs, I'm looking at it uh, in the uh, form of where can I go compete, where do I have a chance to get a championship to add to my legacy because right. I know I'm a great talent. Maybe you take a little less money. Like I said, I don't know what's been offered. I don't know what contracts are out there for him. I don't know if money is the hiccup or the issue. Is it something right. bigger that happened in Arizona that we don't know about? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I don't know what it is, but yeah. I know 
watching him play, watching him play with a below average quarterback and a below average offense and still have the numbers Damn. he did when he won. <laughs> when when you know before he was hurt or before he got suspended for the Peds. Right. You know, I, I believe he still has something in the tank. I mean, but sure. I, I thought once he was released, I thought he was going to be signed within. I thought he was going to have a team picked out within, like, you know, the first week and be yes on a team I working agree. somewhere already. Man, I agree. I thought a week, maybe two at the most, but definitely not this amount of time from the time that he's talked about it and he was actually released. I mean, it's almost become one of those pieces. You know, he talked about going to the Bills. Well, the Bills have been actually focusing in on their defense. And they've been signing guys on their defense to bolster that up. And I guess they feel like, hey, our offense is good. Yeah, well, you know, also, Jay, most of the big free agent moves have been made. Now you're getting camped by these guys to fill in rosters. And then if there's any surprise cuts – you know, you get that person or you grab a few veterans. Like after you get your draft, get your uh, draft uh, class signed, it might yeah. be some, you know, some play and play veterans that you get at certain positions that help give you a little bit of leadership that you need getting into camp. But again, yeah. most of that is done before you get into these mini camps so these guys can come get acclimated. Anything else that's done late is normally now done because of injuries and you've got to fill the roster before you get to training camp. Yeah, or you do stupid things like Antonio Callaway, who uh, apparently was released uh, for driving with a suspended license. Damn. Yeah, who definitely could have been my old hell no this week and probably should have. But, I mean, we got a roster spot, D. I'm just saying. But, yeah. I, Shit, man. Point. <laughs> there we go. Cowboy fan, cowboy fanny. Look, I, but I, I agree though. There's, there's got to be something here that maybe as fans, as general public, we're not seeing or hearing because I would think that D Hop would be enough of a talent that he signed somewhere. I mean, he listed like six different teams, five, six different teams. Yeah, and it's natural for a player to have his ideal landing spot because as a player, you're going to pick somebody you want to go to and your agent might be like, hey, dog, did you see like who they signed, what they did? Ain't no cap room there. Ain't no chance. (laughs) You know, we get there. You know, sometimes you can be unrealistic with where you want to go and you're going to always name these teams. But I think, honestly, when it comes off of being cut, even though – you're an exceptional talent like you are. Sometimes yeah. you just fall back like, look, I want to go anywhere that's going to help me display my talents or what I have left to this game mm-hmm. of football. And then you say that to the public behind closed doors. You tell your agent, look, call so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. If they got the space, let's try to make something happen yeah. with them first. You know, you don't have to come out in public and say what teams you want. And sometimes I know you say, you know, you, you slide stuff somewhere trying to uh, maybe get that team to bite on that little, you know, get a little nibble on it. But you might, you never know, you might piss off another team too. That's why I think in some situations, keep your mouth shut, don't say nothing, and then, you know what I'm saying, come out and play and do your thing. Yeah, yeah, let your agent do your your thing for you, not not your other people's. I think, uh, I think that's, that's hurt a lot of, a lot of players and a lot of situations in that. Uh, Moving on to second down, this was actually a, Big, big story that happened. I'm, doing that. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're good. 
Uh, I know you've had a long day. At, oh, yeah. Anyway. I did work. L-I-V. <laughs> L-I-V or Live and the PGA have merged. They are now one Damn. entity. Now, that's Jay, is, cool. it one, is it for the one tournament that's coming up, or they're they're gonna merge full fledged long term? Full fledged for the near for the foreseeable future. Liv and so the uh, the Saudis, the Arabians, the they're going to put money into the PGA, and they're going to have a lot of things that the Live Tournament was doing. Okay, incorporated with the PGA, so like. Uh, and they're they're still working out the deal as far as <clears throat> what they're going to bring over. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, no cuts, uh, guaranteed contracts. Uh, you know, which was a big thing. And here's the other part of it. So, live tournament, right? The the live tour, they pay like Kepka came in and won the PGA National, right? He he won the thing. He's a live golfer. And so they're like, look, they can still compete in PGA and do well and win it. So PGA was like, look, okay, fine. We've we've got to acquiesce. Bruce Kapka got $100 million to play and live. Mm. And and now he's coming back to PGA and he's going to grab up those purses as well. Those monies. Plus everything else that he's getting from you know, the the endorsements. Right, right. Rory's sitting over there looking like he's chewing on lemons <laughs> because he didn't go and he talked so bad about him. It's like, hey, guess what? We, we ain't got a PGA, ain't got nothing for you. This was inevitable, though, because the more and more and more that Liv was going, more players were going to go there, Rob. They were going to defect. You know what, man? Uh, hey, if you can't, if you can't beat him, your ass better join them. And this is the one thing I will say. Most, most organizations, leagues, and yeah. everything else, they would fight tooth and nail and like, God damn it, we're going to stand strong. Yep. We're going to come up with some dirt. We're going to try to make them fold. PGA was like, you know, uh, we might need to call them back and see if they want to take that meat. They had to. Ask, hey, ask Blockbuster what happened when they didn't decide to go with Redbox before all Man. this screaming started happening, right? Man. Anyway, so I think as is as, as crazy of a story as it is, mm-hmm. I think this was inevitable to happen if not yes. PGA in a couple years may have been gone. I mean, or oh, yeah. dwindled down to a little bit of nothing. Liv was gonna pull hardcore and the bigger names yes. because some of the bigger names that the PGA was gonna keep getting older, not as yeah. competitive, you know. People still exactly. talk about what it costs to get a tour card and all this other stuff. Yeah. Like, bro, it it was, yeah, it was. I mean, you telling me that I can go and play on competitive a competitive tour against some of the best in the world and I get a guaranteed contract? And, and I got the right to my name, image, and likeness in that league opposed to PGA having first rights of yeah. things with my name on it, even though. Boy, it was crazy. When I read, you know, when I heard about some of those PGA rules, I was like, man, it's crazy. Oh. I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah. You you have basically, you have given yourself to the tour. You've given right. yourself to the tour. And right. they can use it however they want to in perpetuity. And, it, man, it's, 
it's crazy because Liv did give the golfers more rights. And they saw that, and that's what they were fighting for. And so, you know, when you're talking about the PGA Tour that's making hundreds of millions of dollars, but you have purses of, like, $10 million or so, right? Right. And damn! It just just didn't add up. It just didn't add up. So I'm happy for it. Um, You know, it's funny to me in this story is that how bad the PGA was trying to put LIV and, and those that were backing it in such a bad light, right? Oh, you know, they're, uh, they have uh, human rights atrocities and this, that, and the other, but now they're partners. Hey, man, you, you know how it is. <laughs> you go mudsling to try to dirty it up, but as soon as you see your pockets are going to be okay, okay they're going to clean it up. They have no choice but to clean it up, bro. That's what they do. <laughs> just, they backtrack. The hey, dog, corporate people, the they would make the best <laughs> defensive backs in the NFL because they backpedal their asses off. <laughs> they backpedal their asses off. Open up that hips, huh? <laughs> I was on the ball. And they realized, damn, I should have said that because we're partners mm. now. So, yeah, yeah how, how's yeah. that first meeting going to go? It's like, Remember when you said that uh, <laughs> Liv was responsible for human yeah. human trafficking? Well, yeah. When I, yeah. when I said that, um, it wasn't Liv per se. It was just one donor that, uh, you know, something's going to come out. And we're going to laugh about it because they're going to take the money. Oh. Kobe, <laughs> tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> That's Damn. all I hear right now, bro. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, you gotta love it. Oh man! Speaking of defensive backs, hey, third down, Demar Hamlin strapped it up. Practice today in Buffalo. Yo, prayers can be answered, man. I, I'm. I was a bit. Yeah, for sure. I was a bit. Um, I don't know. I I was on the fence with this because man. I'm like. I get it. I get it. But, you know, you know. Jay Stocks. You almost died on the field. Hey, you man, were dead as, on the field. As miraculous as it is that he's still yeah. here alive yeah. and with us. Yeah. And I know the competitive part of this man is doing yeah. something for himself inside. Sure. As like I said, you know, I'm a parent now with kids that yeah. love the game of football and stuff, right? I'm mm-hmm. I'm an older person that coach younger people. It's still something about this whole situation that's just so scary to me. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, I tip my hat and I'm so happy that, you know, he can try to, you know, get back to and, and I want to see him out there doing what he loves to do and being able to do it right. well and be able to play without even thinking about what happened on the field. But that right. was one one thing in football that happened that, you know, we say we never seen there's been some other crazy stuff that happened. But I mean, in my lifetime to where sure. I could remember being at a point where it was enough to shake you up and make you maybe almost like a little emotional to see what's going mm-hmm. on. That's yeah. where, you know, I've never witnessed anything like that. And at the time, not knowing what was going on, thinking that DeMar Hamlin might not even make it out alive right. to being able to put a helmet back on and get out there at a at a mini camp. Yeah, it's not a lot of contact. It's just a helmet. But, man, that's still big still. a big step, man. And I'm, I'm so happy. Yeah that he was able to do that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I said, I'm listen, I, I'm I'm okay in expressing 
this opinion. And it's and that's what it is. It's an opinion. Right, right. You know, in that, you know, I have a son, he's seven, he's aggressive. And we're having the debate in our house right now of whether to put him in tackle, full contact. You know, we firsthand see the effects of what it can lead to, right, with his grandfather and CT and things of that nature. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we we you know, we have that conversation, but we also don't want to hamper or preclude him from you know, doing well in the sport, but we have to be responsible. And so this story hits really tough here mm-hmm. uh, in the house because it's like, well, he wants to play. He, right. He wants, he wants to play full contact. But like, ugh. Jay, I understand. And what I tell people is what I, I, you know, I hear other people saying about other things in life, you know, like, and mm-hmm. not trying to compare the game of football to anyone losing their life. But in situations like what happened in Allen, Texas, at the shooting at the outdoor mall, right? Mm. Part of me was like, dude, I I, I never want to go to that mall again. Yeah, yeah. Then the other part of me is like, well, think about what you tell young people. You know, you got to keep living life, going with life. Yeah. Be conscious and aware of your surroundings, but don't live life scared. Same thing I tell parents when it comes down to football. Teach your kids the right way. Get them around the right yep. people. Make sure they have the right training, the right technique. But, mm-hmm. you know, being a school teacher, especially of young kids, man, I've seen people run into each other at recess and get a worse concussion than I have yeah. in, you know, in a sporting <laughs> game. Oh, yeah. And it happens. And, you know, right. but but like you said, your father-in-law played long play when he did in the era mm-hmm. that he did and to see him in the state he's in now. And, you know, right. long-term effects of some of what happened when he played is right. taking place. I'm, I get scared sometimes and tell my wife, like, I know I'm silly. I know I do some things. I know I say some stuff joking. But sometimes when I go, like, you know, later on when I forget how to say my name, make sure you, you know, you remind me what my name is. And she's like, boy, you so crazy. But, you know, it's times where yeah. I walk in the kitchen. I'm just like. Right. Yeah. Why did I come in here? And everybody's like, well, you're just getting older. Yeah, I'm getting older. But the NFL brain older and regular older is t- right. different and it's scary sometimes. So yeah. I know the precautions some parents have when it comes down to it, and you yeah. err on the side of caution, but at the same time, at the end of the day, so much goes on in life. If it can be taught the right way, I always tell yeah. some people, if you don't feel comfortable, get them in something now where they're still developing speed, skill, yeah. redirection, lateral movement, and then maybe as that brain develops and gets stronger, matures more, maybe you don't. Yeah. Maybe you wait till middle school to add that contact to their brain. Yeah. And I'm not a I'm not opposed to that, dude. I really trust me. I understand. So yeah. you know the decision y'all have to make. That's a big one, man. Because yeah, you're, fo- you're a football household. It is what it is. You're yeah, yeah, for sure. And yeah, and and, and and I mean we love it. And uh, so that's what we got to figure out. Uh, last one. Keep it in NFL. <sighs> Two Browns players robbed after leaving a nightclub in Cleveland. At three thirty in the morning, hold up, it's not Wait. funny. It they, is. They, it's, no, it's not. You're right. Luckily, that no one was hurt. They took the car, took the jewelry. Damn. Right, but you out, you out in the streets at three thirty in the morning in Cleveland. Hey man, what one? I don't know what, what part of town are you in, but 
Can I tell you? Coach Dungey always told us nothing good, good, nothing good happened at the midnight. <laughs> nothing. Cleveland. No, I said, well, part of Cleveland, man. That's all of it. Yeah. You know, this is something that I hate happen, Jay. Because, like we're just saying, when you're young, you're supposed yeah. to go out, have fun, yeah. enjoy yourself. You're at that point right. in time in your life where, you know, you want to have a good time. But at the same time, man, you are a target. I yeah. remember our um, um, our player development, our player programs. People would have the the cops in Tampa come in, undercover officers. He's like. Oh, yeah, man, I've been around and heard guys plot all the time about catching y'all because they know what your cars look like. They know y'all floss mm-hmm. and y'all flashy. And they was going to catch y'all coming out the club slipping. You got to be careful. So, yeah, you want to go out. Be aware of your surroundings. Hey, if you got 35 chains, maybe wear one and leave the other 34 at home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, take, yeah. take, take, don't take your Sunday game day car. Take your other car, maybe. You know, you have to change the way you move, depending on where you like to move. And I used to think it was funny, but as I went through my time in the league and it got older and then being yeah. married, everything yeah. Coach Dungeon used to say about most time, most time you get in trouble, you driving to more than 20 miles over the speed limit, you with, a, you with a woman that you just met or don't know well, and you're out past uh, midnight. And you look at a lot of these stories when they happen, it's like, damn, they were speed. Dang. <laughs> he picked up a young woman at the club he didn't know. Dang, it was three o'clock in the morning. In the morning. The, 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 the trifecta. <laughs> you know, hit the trifecta. As my mom and my aunt would say, well, you need to go play that trifecta. <laughs> so, man. For that's, sure, yeah. Yeah, that's a bad situation uh, all the way around, bro. You know, I heard a, um, it, was a, it was a story. And it was t- they were talking about Jay-Z. And they were saying, you know, and it was talking actually about black wealth. really And really wealth. And he said, it was a lady, and I think she was a psychologist. What she was saying was, notice how when Jay-Z started, he had chains, he had rings, right? And he had some money. But when he took that stuff off, that's when he actually really soared and became upper echelon. Yeah. And there's something to that. Barkley talks about it all the time. Where he's like, look, I had the same car when I got drafted. The same truck I got drafted, I still have it. He had it for a very long time. And he talked about after he retired from the league. And LeBron had like five or six cars. And LeBron whittled it down and said, no, because of the story that Barkley talked about. Right? Mm. And saying that, what do I? how many cars does it take for you to drive from one place to another? Yeah. One. One. Um, I agree with what you're saying. Hey, you young, you got money, you out, but at 3 30 in the morning in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, is Cleveland that bad dog? Is Cleveland raggedy? When was the last time you've been, bro? Hey man, can I tell you? I <laughs> man, I, last I was in Cleveland was 2003. Yeah, how was it? Hey man, from the hotel to the stadium, dog. That's all I did. Cause <laughs> I, I, you know, I didn't want to see the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. No offense to nobody, and you know, the look, the 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 mall scene was a little weird. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I returned briskly back to the hotel and just awaited the game and oh, my tail game. home. Yeah, waited the game, boy. 
Man. That's <laughs> all I'll say. Hey, you know what that makes me say? <laughs> oh, yeah. I know exactly what it makes you say, Jay. Oh, hell no. 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 Yes, hanging out in Cleveland at 3.30 in the morning does make me say, oh, hell no. This is where we see things that happen throughout the week in sports and that people do that just makes us say, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. Um, Gots to be more careful. Gots to be more careful. This week, I alluded to one before, but this is a really good one that, that Big Game came up with. And I'm, I'm going to steal a little bit of the thunder. Just a little, but I'm gonna let him really kind of take this. Fork spot, fork spot, Fox Sports. <laughs> that's how bad it trash. That's how trash fourth, it's become. Fourth spot, yeah, that that, spots. that too. Four spots uh, hey, apparently hope. have parted ways with Shannon. <laughs> we'll rewind that. Let you say that again. Fox there you go. And Shannon Fox yes. Sports. Fox Sports, <laughs> in particular undisputed have parted ways with Shannon Sharp. Well, agree to a buyout. Agree to the Agree buyout. to a buyout. Okay, all right. Well, whatever you want to call it. He don't work near no more. Right. Okay. Um, but the other name that has been rumored to take the spot is former running back LaShawn McCoy. Mm. Gang, what I, I mean, I don't. Shannon Sharp was the reason why I would watch that show because Skip sure as hell was not. Let's be real. Let's be all the way real. Shannon Sharp yeah. made that show. Yes. Shannon Sharp, when he decided to do the show, when you know when Skip got fired from ESPN, they came up with the show. No one thought. Well, I, I don't think a lot of people thought Shannon Sharp was going to be a bigger star than Skip Bayless. Mm-hmm. He was going to be the piece that Skip needed. Marcel right. probably said it best. Skip Bayless became pissed off that Shannon Sharp elevated and got to a point where mm-hmm. he was leaps and bounds above him. Yes. Now. Popularity, yeah. uh, personality, yes. knowledge of it. And you can see the hate and resentment in Skip Bayless in some of their later shows to where it's BS. Even to tell him that he was jealous of Brady because his career wasn't half as good. But yeah, Shannon Sharp is in the Hall of Fame. Excuse my language. Fuck that. Skip Bayless? (laughs) No. No. I mean, he's, uh, he's the white Jason Whitlock, dude. He says that kind of stuff to, to get at you. But like Shannon Sharp, he gets personal. And even yeah. when, like, one of these last yeah. episodes, man, I, I saw it, I'm going to send it to you. He tried to belittle Shannon in some of the recording, and he said, well, we weren't going to talk about it today. Like, basically coming at you like, look, this is my show. This is yeah. what I want to do. You have no right to talk about it right now. Move on. Like, he almost went right. hit him with that boy at the end of it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just, it's I hate it. It's distasteful. <sighs> and Fox Sports, of uh, uh, Yes, Skip Bayless is the 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 Lily Flake name that everyone knows, but he's the one you should have bought out and got rid of because time has yeah. passed him by. He still believes oh, that the Dallas Cowboys are the best football team in the NFL. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, 
Hold on. My bad. I just had to do that because you're a Cowboy fan, Jay. But realistically, <laughs> everything that he yeah, says, I agree. He sticks solely to the team he likes or the person he likes, sells that. Doesn't even want to have an open argument or discussion about anything. He right. wants it to be my way or the highway kind of guy. Bye. Right. Skip right. Bailey should have been the one that's gone. So to me, the oh hell now, nah, I'm gonna let you talk about the other part of it that we discussed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But oh hell now nah, to me is the way the network handled it, catering to the higher up and the bigger name and making a brother fall on the sword again. Yeah. No, I and and I mean, and when you talked about moving on from ESPN where Stephen A and he were on the show, and, and you know, all intents and purposes, one could say that Stephen A was I don't think I would say he was the, as big as Skip was at that time, but he was definitely But know, he getting, was on he was on the elevator of ascension that oh Skip, yeah. Skip oh yeah. Bayless, Skip Bayless hit his peak, dog. He's not going up anymore. Yeah. He, he's got a certain following a group that likes him. Then he'll have that yeah. other group that loves to hate him. And, and yeah, hey, that's what I'm talking about, Reed, what, what yeah. Marcellus Wiley said. But Skip yeah. Bayless is done. Stephen A, oh, past yeah. that. Yeah. Shannon Sharp was getting, I mean, bam, Club Shay Shay, everything else was taking off. And yeah. Skip Bayless could not stand it. I know he can. Yeah. You can tell. Yeah, and you're right. I mean, he's he's in his feelings, but to bring in LaShawn McCoy, oh man. Listen, and we talked about this before. There's there's a reason why you bring in LaShawn McCoy. And and what my feeling and sentiment is is this. You bring in a person that doesn't have as much charisma doesn't have as much oomph as the previous people that you had before. Cause I'm going to be honest with you mm -hmm. when I, I don't think when I think of LaShawn McCoy, it is not pizzazz. It's not charisma. It's not personality. It's not Stephen a had that. He goes with the controversial things. That's what I know from what I see with the show he's on with joy Taylor and him right now, yeah, LaShawn McCoy is going to hit you with. He's going to say what's on his mind, which that doesn't bother me. Um, okay, speak, speak your mind. But I think some sure. there's a way you can speak your mind and still speak a certain way to people. But I think he's going to. Yeah. I don't know. We're going to see how it works out for him. Again, I, I, I think we're when you look at Stephen A. And as much as I hate him, hate him, he has charisma. He he has the ability for you to listen to what he's saying so you can counter it, right, or whatever. Shannon Sharp is another guy that, again, he has charisma. He has that pizzazz, that showmanship that Skip wishes he has, and he just doesn't. Right. And so that is why, again, you know, I think anyone that sits in that chair across from him that shows that they have a personality that's better than his or bigger than his, that is more charismatic, they'll be gone. They'll be gone. So we'll see what LaShawn does. And, you know, because I tell you what, I know one person who needs to have one, and that's that boy Beast Mode. They're they not ready for Beast Mode, though. 
I am though. All the way one. <laughs> He's not even one hundred. Beast mode is one thousand. I don't know if anybody's ready for beast mode, man. I'm ready for it, man. I need that. I'd be there for it. Hey, let's go ahead. Let's move on to keep it on the court. That's right. Finals edition. You would do that when I wasn't on the thing, man. That's not what? You should have. Hey, you should have been on the thing. That's right. The finals tomorrow. It is tied up 1-1. It is a series. Man, what a great series we're watching here. <sighs> um, there's been some talk amongst a lot of people, a lot of circles. Spolstra, Eric, first name. Should we consider him a top 10? Is this an all-time coach? Top 10 all-time coach? Man, that's... Ooh. Ooh. Man, I mean, people, people got excited on that one. Yeah, apparently. All right, well, let's think yeah. about it, Jay. Like, if you had a Mount Rushmore, Mount Rushmore, that's four. So your top yeah. four, your top four coaches is yeah. probably going to be like, I mean, I'm not speaking for you, but I'm just saying in general. Uh, Pat Riley, Phil Jackson, yeah, yeah. Popovich. Yeah. And you go back to old Red Arbach because of what he did yeah. with the Celtics, something like that. That's it. Now you got to start naming six more coaches. All time, John yeah. Daly. Okay, John Daly would be one. Okay. Um, I like Adelman. I think, and he was honored. Uh, oh, Rick Adelman. Okay. Yeah, and you probably say Steve okay. Kerr. Yeah, Steve Kerr. Um, I would put him there. Um, I like Don Nelson. That's that's me being who I a am. homer. Yes, it's just being a homer, but he's done some really good things. Um, some would even consider Rick Carlisle um, a good coach. So if you're gonna say Rick Carlisle in the top ten, then you already know Eric Spolster's. In. He just made my point for me. <sighs> I mean, that's the guy, tough. the guy went from the guy went from a videotape editor to a coach that no one said could succeed and and, and take over after. What about Doc? What about Doc Rivers? What does Doc Rivers won? A championship. He's won a final. One. Exposure's one, two, and been the four. I, I hear what you're saying. Exposure took a play-in team to the to the NBA the finals. finals this year. Yes. That everyone said was going to get swept. That's one and yes. one now made the adjustments. Yes. Eric Spolster is a damn good coach. And I think when you start talking about what he's done and what he's able to do adjustment-wise, like right now, to me, all the pressure's on Mike Malone when it comes down to the coaches in this series. He's got to find a way to prove that he his team really is the number one seeded team in the entire uh tournament in the NBA. But can you but can you say that first one was his or was it Pat Riley? Because Pat Riley came down and said, okay, move out of the way. He moved him out the chair. Spolstra. He moved him out of the chair. Pat Riley came down and said, hey, you're messing this thing up. He still had done he still done enough good to where I give him his due. I think I think Eric Spolstra is a top 10 coach all time. I think he's the best coach in the league right Ooh. now. 
Ooh. But Best what is coach in the league? But what do you, you know? Done for the injuries he's had, and to have the Heat playing the way they are, I'm gonna give him some credit. You call me crazy if you want to. I, I do a lot of times. I, I um, get that, bro. I get crazy a lot. Where do you put Lenny Wilkins? I love Lenny Wilkins. You know, he's an old Hawks coach. Old Hawks. I know that. Do, would you say he's a top 10? Top 15 for sure. Like, I didn't go through oh. and make up a whole top 10 list. I'm just saying, I didn't make a whole list. But I knew, like, my Mount Rushmore in my head. And then you saying Chuck Daly like you did. Yes, right there, Adam. And you say George Carl. A lot of other people you could say. George, I would definitely right? put George Carl in there. But I'm thinking, like, modern era, two coaches that automatically come to mind, Steve Steve Kerr and, uh, and Eric This Paul. is top 10 all-time coach. All-time means all-time. So, like, Rudy Tomjanovich, Rudy T, where does he go? I got Spolster in there, dog. I told you, you're my top 10. Above Rudy T? Why not? Rudy T is known for being knocked out. Why not? Rudy Tomjanovich is more famous for being knocked out. Oh, no, that wasn't him. That was, uh, what's the coach name? They got knocked out by Kermit <laughs> back in the 70s and oh, early I 80s. Choked out. He got knocked out like he broke his eye socket. It was a famous, uh, was that one Flip Saunders, was it? I got to look up who I'm thinking about. Anyway, man, that's just me, dog. Top 10, all time. That's wow. And we can say it's eight. And, and some of the top, we can say some of this for the shop tomorrow. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one for the shop because I don't know if I put, ooh, man. Yeah, you trying to look it up right now, but this, you know, I know I am looking up because because this is the thing. I've got to think about the coaches that have been that are no longer coaching. Mm, right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah. Right. Okay. Cause the what top about? five, oh. you know, top five is top five. But the right. top ten, you know, do I put them in? Yeah, maybe ten, nine, ten. <laughs> More like 12, 13. Ah. Shots I, I fired. Oh. You know what? It's, it's, it's the Pat Riley effect of Pat Riley moving him. And that's what does it. So you think you think the only you you think Spolster's not successful because of the Pat Riley step aside child thing? Not a top 10. I think he is very successful. I think he's a really, really, really good coach. I think he's a great coach. And I would even I would even go as far to agree with he is the best coach this year. And you gonna he stop is coach that. of the year. I, I will okay. give you that because the reality is past Butler, who is an all-star, not a superstar. And you crazy on that one, too. Jimmy... An all-star doesn't do what he's done and will this team to victory all these series Stop it. like Stop he it. has. Because he Jimmy ain't done Butler's nothing. a superstar. I'm sorry, sir. He ain't done shit this whole playoff. Play it. You mean well, this whole series against the, the Nuggets? Finals. This finals and the one yeah. before. And Boston? Oh, come on, man. No, and no, no, Boston? no. I said game two. And Boston? Okay, so Caleb Martin took over in, the, in one game. Jimmy Butler still had enough defense, touches, still. 
Man, you crazy, J Styles. So you know Jimmy Butler. Bam Adebayo is Bam Adebayo is being like the superstar on this squad right now. What game have you watched? The all of them. All of dude. Bam, Bam almost tricked off the listen, Boston series. Listen, Jimmy Butler. Oh, I wa- I watched this dude. He has the yips. He has the yips. He he can't buy a bucket. He can't. Dude, he's like 7 of 32 in this series. You sure about that? Man. Let me go to Jimmy's stat line while you up in BSing, bro. Who am I? When you look it up, you just look at me. You ain't got to say nothing. Just look at me. <laughs> right. He hey, does man. not have a good stat line. It is not good. Man, uh, Jimmy Butler mm. did something against your Mavericks, dog, because <laughs> you all right. I like so, Jimmy Butler. Dude, this says right here, and I don't know where they get the average from. They he's averaging 22.9 points per game, 5.9 rebounds per game, and 5.3 assists per game. That's the season. That's the season. Look in the finals. Why do they have the whole season average here? I don't know. Just look at the finals. That, right, that's man. what that's what matters. Because that's what I'm telling you. Because even the Boston series, he shrunk. He went away, especially like the last three games, three, four games. You couldn't find him. He had went away. He had mm. went away. And I remember game six, when they lost, they're like, Jimmy, shoot the ball. Jimmy, shoot the ball. No, he did. He played bad that game. He played, he had a horrible game six. Came back game seven. Man, you game can't five. sit Jay Styles, I'm game just five. saying. Jimmy Butler, game I don't four, care what you say to me. Game five, now, game your, six. Your Devin Booker talk, I could take. Jimmy Butler not being a superstar. <laughs> so, let me ask you this. If Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat upset the Denver Nuggets and win the NBA title, is Jimmy Butler now a superstar? No, because it won't be because of him. It won't be because of him. God damn, Jay. Man, you okay. Now, this, yeah, all this right. Playoff, Ego, look. It's not it's not giving me finals. Let me tell you what it's saying for the play. I'm no no no. I'm gonna give you his game stats. Game stats. June 4th. This is the last game. He was seven of 19. Seven of 19. 40 minutes, 21 points. Seven of 19. He missed. You said shoot June the ball, Jimmy. He shot it. Come on, man. June 1st, he was 6 right. of 14, 13 points. 6 of 14 is not horrible. What percentage is that? 13 points. That's 13 points. That's less man, than 50%. Okay. That's less than 50%. In the Boston game, okay, game seven of the Boston game, he was 12 of 28 for 28 points. Okay. In the game before that, in the game six game that I talked about, he was five of twenty-one. We knew him and Bam combined to be nine for thirty-two that game. This no surprise. That doesn't mean that, that you're not a superstar wait, because of one dude, game. The game before that, he was five of ten. That's fifty percent. You know how rich you can be. If you, if you can shoot fifty percent in the NBA, game, you'd be he rich. Fourteen points. He had fourteen points. Okay. You're not gonna tell All me right. that's a superstar. All right. 14 points is superstar? 
Five oh, or thirteen. A superstar has never points. been shut down. Come on, man. In the Come games on. that it counts, a the games, the games that it counts that they have to win, he's <laughs> going above and beyond. Help win those this games. Is, Will this, this eighth seeded team to the finals? This is the problem with Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler, and, and I like Jimmy Butler. I really like Jimmy Butler. I think he's a great talent. He's a great all-star talent. The problem with Jimmy Butler, number one, is in the regular season. This is that he's not the dude. You can tell me twenty-two points is great, and it is for an all-star. That ain't a superstar. Twenty-two point nine points per game, five point nine rebounds per game, five point three assists. Jokic, not a superstar. Okay, is Jokic a superstar? Oh, oh, hey. oh, what's all that yes. for? Okay, yes. that that Jokic superstar, that superstar averaged twenty four point five points per game. Yes, he's yes, what's he's a superstar. <laughs> you say what's that noise? <laughs> That's the noise of me being right. <sighs> Game is hearing things. Is, Man, some, Jokic is a superstar. Murray is an all star. Butler is an all star. There's a reason why you you're a play. You have to do a playing game, okay. and you're a seven seed. You can't tell me you're a superstar, and you and you're doing that. You're but an all star. The injuries that they had, Jay. Oh man, nah, dude. Look, Tyler Hero out. Victor Oladipo gone. Listen. 22.9 points a game, 21.4 points a game, 21.5 points a game, 19.9 points a game, 18.2 points a game. Like, that's what he is. He is give me your Give me your superstar stat line, then. Give me your superstar stat line. My superstar? Yeah. At least me, 27. Give me, give, me a super, give me one of your superstars in their stat line. At least 27 points a game. Um, I'm saying at least from the field. 57, 58%, closer to 60%. Free throws, I'm saying at least 80 to 85%. Jay, who's shooting 60%? Line? Who's shooting 60% in the league right now? Steph would shoot 60%. He's a superstar. He's a super, he's not shooting 60%, though. I what did I say? 55, 57%. Right. From the field, not from not from three. From the I field. know you're not talking from three. If you were talking about from three, <laughs> I was gonna call nine one one and send some help over to your house. Someone call nine one one. I was gonna play White Cliff. <laughs> the bullets hit my heart. Let's keep this thing going, man. You done got real, uh, real like Ulster top ten. I'm, I don't see it, man. I don't see him as a top ten coach, but I think he's a really. I think he's one of the best coaches, if not the best coach, in the league right now. I'll give you that, coach of the year for sure. Okay. I'll give you that. Uh, NBA coaching carousel. Ah, uh, a lot of out, lot of in. Detroit Pistons. They have parted ways with Dwayne Casey. Actually, he's moved up, and Monty Williams is now in Detroit. Yeah, did we talk about that last week? I don't know if we did. I don't think we did. We'll see. We'll see. I think Ronnie Williams had a lot left. I think he was the fall guy. 
in Phoenix yeah. and part of the new ownership wanted their own people in there anyway. Yeah. Um, I think he'll be fine. Um, the young boy they got out of Duke is good. Yeah. And no, no, no. I'm tripping. The no. kid from Duke is uh in Orlando. Um yeah. the one that the one they got from Bacho. Oklahoma, uh Bacho's in Orlando. The kid that they got a couple K Cunningham for two years ago. Yeah. From Ohio, Oklahoma State, right? Yeah. Him and then the they uh the piece they got last year, they got uh Neil Ivy's son out of Purdue. Um mm-hmm. they got a good young nucleus, man. I think Detroit's yeah. gonna be fine with Molly Williams at the helm. And I think that was a good hire. We'll see. Uh what about you? What about the Frank Vogel hire in Phoenix? <laughs> <laughs> this makes no sense oh. to me. Phoenix is a dumpster fire, man. And oh. I told you this. You know, when when you held on to Chris Paul for too long, you made the trades that you did for KD, who is an all-star, not a superstar nowadays. This is what this is what you get. Whatever. But he is. He he is an all-star. He is not a superstar. We cannot lift the team to the finals like Jimmy Butler can. <laughs> you you didn't. Did you drop it? I just, you know, I, I hear you, dog. You know, you, you, you didn't have to do that, man. It's all good, though. I'll see you, player. <laughs> I just had to do it, man. Houston Rockets hired uh, Emil Doka. We are, I mean, we knew that was happening. Good hire. Yeah. Bostonism. I- and supposedly he came out and said that he has a better nucleus than what he thought he had. Mm. We'll see. Hard feelings? Yes. Uh, Bucks, of course, we talked about Budenheiser out. Adrian Griffin is in. Yeah, we talked about um, him. Not a big deal, we said. No, nah, I don't think that's going to be nothing. Nick Nurse is in in Philly. We knew Doc was going to be the fall guy. But Nick Nurse in? Hmm. To me, that's kind of interesting. Well, we said, why did Nurse pick Philly over Phoenix? You know, right. we talked about that last, in the last episode. It, right. He saw something, man, that he believed in and he wanted to be a part of. So, okay. Yeah, you know what it was. Phoenix is a dumpster fire. <laughs> that's, Phoenix, that's Phoenix calling for help right now. <laughs> man. <laughs> uh, I like this question. Is, uh, is Butler or Jokic under more pressure to win a championship? Hmm. And and I would say it's Jokic for sure. I think it's actually Jokic because Titan, sit down. Sorry. Butler Jeez. is not expected to win. They exactly. weren't expected to win. Exactly. An eight like seed has no pressure. And you just said the man's not a superstar anyway, Jay. So there's no pressure. There's, there's no none. pressure on the all-star to win a championship. No. Crazy no. ass. Anyway. It's not crazy. He's not crazy. he's not a superstar. But Nikola Jokic, two-time MVP. Yeah. Denver Nuggets being the number one seed, I think, in the West. Two yes. out of the last three years. Yeah. Yeah, it's time for the, the pressure's all on Jokic. There's no pressure on Jimmy Butler at all. Mm-mm. All the pressure's no. on Nikola Jokic to get it done. What's crazy, though, is I think he can handle it uh, better than most other players in the league. Yeah. Uh, just because of his pedigree and his his personality, but yeah, it's definitely on him. 
Uh, I saw this and, and kind of cringed. Um, Kyrie really trying to get LeBron to Dallas. There's some reports out there. Man. He's been reaching out to LeBron to say, hey, you should you should come on down here to Texas. This makes me cringe. Man, well, one, he's still <laughs> on the contract. The Lakers aren't going to let him go. Right. I don't see them wanting to trade LeBron James. But crazy things have happened. Um, you know, if I'm the Lakers, I, I do think that you have to sign Rory Nakamura and you got to sign Austin Reed. So that leaves no money really to try to deal to get Kyrie when the most money he can get is from the Dallas Mavericks. Now, what does he take less money and leave? Who knows? But if I'm Kyrie, I would recruit too to get the most possible money and get my homeboy back playing with me and give me a chance to, to win. Yeah, I would Dallas, do it. Would it, does, I, would it happen? I don't know. I, don't, I doubt it, but I can see but, him doing it. But Dallas has a, a, a number 10 pick. That's all they got. They ain't got no second round pick. They really don't have any money. They have bad contracts. It's it's just not gonna happen. It's not going to happen. I was surprised when I saw those damn tweets and texts going out. I was like, "Ain't no way in hell this was going on." No, right now, man. no not at all. It makes no not sense at all. at all. But not not even a little bit. All right, folks, it's that time of the evening where game gets the most frustrated. That's right. It's time for the top five. Play the thing. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. go. That's right. Some people have a top 100. Some have a top 50. Some have a top 25. Some even punk out and have a top 10 list. But here on Big Game Sports Buzz, we don't do that. We don't do that. Top five. Who's in? Who's out? What's in? What's out? Tonight. Blockbuster movies of all time. Listen, here's the deal. From May to August, okay, that is considered the summer blockbuster season. Okay, the summer movie season. Generally, this is when the movie theaters, the movie companies, they're like, hey, we're going to make movies for this specific time because people are off and we're going to make the best thing out here. So without further ado, man, this is a tough one. This is hard. This was hard. I, I, I have three different sets of lists. Same here. I <laughs> Oh, uh, man. First and foremost, man, let me apologize now if I offend anybody by my movie choices. Um, I really wanted a certain uh, genre breakdown. I went through this list and tried to, I reconfigured it a couple different ways. And, Jay, you gave the date and time of these releases that, you know, yeah, those months that they talk about May to, to August. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to think about when I was real little, I got excited about seeing the movie, but I don't think I really paid attention to the time of year and that it was around summertime. Mm -hmm. So it made me eliminate some of those movies that I love as movies, and they would be my all-time favorite movies, but right. not necessarily summer blockbusters, because when I got older, you know, my first job was uh working at a movie theater. 
I did not know that game. Yeah, man. So I, my my senior in high school, man, I worked at Cineplex Seven in Newark, California, right there by the mall, and it was there where I kind of really started seeing the buildup and how they go about promoting movies and how they go about doing things to, you know, create this big anticipation and, you know, like, hey, everyone, I need you to step up in this line right here. Do this, do this. You see people coming in and they snap you like, damn, this is a big deal. So, you know, this is when I kind of got to see. So you were Magic Johnson before Magic Johnson. I can't even put my name in that same <laughs> sentence because if I just had a fraction of magic paper, man, this, you know how I many more listeners we would have right now on this show? <laughs> more than what we have now. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, without further ado, here's some of the movies that I think of when I think of summer blockbusters. Let's do it. Um, Transformers, the original Transformers when that came out, man, that was back in 2007. Mm. And, much anticipated movie they hyped it up and i think the first one really did live up to the hype so i got yes. transformed uh next i have the avengers in 2012. Mm. i just think just the comic book movie thing start going on when you know marvel did iron man it created a big buzz so now everyone wanted to see more they timed the avengers up well did a good yeah. job all of them were great to me. Civil War, Infinity War, and all that shit. But the original Avengers. This is one that, you know, I just got to talk to my mom because she's in town. Terminator 2. I remember her mm. going to get tickets for me and my best friend and my god sister, my little cousin, who were all yeah. out in California visiting us. You know, the original Terminator came out in 84, 83, 80 something. And they waited, mm. you know, all the way to, you know, 1996, not 96, they, uh, 1991 to release this thing. Yeah. And it, the anticipation was crazy. The theaters were nuts. And, you know, Terminator. The next one, this movie here, I love this movie, Jay. And mm-hmm. it was big for the summer. And it came out right around the 4th of July to celebrate its name. Independence Day with Will Smith. Yes, Independence Day was, that was a big, that was a big blockbuster. And yes. they made you really, really want to see this movie the way they advertised it. Yes. And last but not least for me, this is one that I saw all the hype at work. I had to build all the promos to put up around the theater. <laughs> I had to change the marquee. And wow. I had to stop the extra bags of popcorn. Because, AJ, they thought the movie was going to be so crazy, they made us pop giant bags a popcorn, so like if they ever ran low with the fresh stuff, we would just run out there and dump those in the, uh, in the glass cases, bro. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that was the original Jurassic Park. <sighs> yeah. That's, man, that is that is super fair. Fantastic. Yes, give yourself give yourself a hand clap. That is, um, Dude, I can't I can't argue with any of those. I'm stressed um, right now too, dog, because man, that you know how hard that was for me just to round try to get five out of man. I want you to see this bro. list I got. Man, look. Let me just let me just go ahead and jump in this. Uh-huh. I agree with you. Independence Day is on my list because before he slapped Chris Rock, Will Smith <laughs> was slapping aliens. 
and doing a uh, really good job at it. <laughs> <laughs> Keep my world out your mother loving mouth. <laughs> oh, 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 wait, what? <laughs> Ow! Ow! There you go. That's what the alien sound like. <laughs> um, Avengers was good, but I actually picked Endgame. Avengers Endgame, mm-hmm. man, that's that, it. It is what it is. I just so amazing. Um, Star Wars Episode Four, which started it all off in nineteen seventy seven. But were you really that excited in seventy seven for a summer blockbuster like that? Uh, first of all, I wasn't born. Let's start. See, there. That's the whole thing. And but well, great movie though. Yes, Jay. Yes, yes all, all time. When I did see it, yes. I could see that. This is oh. the greatest movie. Yeah. In the summer, May 4th, when it was released, right? Boom. There you go. <sighs> Jaws. Again, not born the year it came out in 1975. But let me tell you something. I didn't go in the water because of it. And when they released subsequent movies after Jaws, Dude, all you have to hear is this. Dun-na. That's all we can sing. But that's, man, that right there, that's a summer movie for you. And that really started the summer blockbuster. I mean, uh, I, genre. I got you. Good one, Jay. Are you done? Was that five? That's four. Oh, my bad, oh, boy. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oh, damn. <sighs> here's the fifth one. Okay. This was a very, very tough one. It was a toss-up for me. I wish I could do my, you know, Big Game James honorable mention, but I don't do that. Why do you? <laughs> Why do you do that, dog? You, you don't have to keep going back and, you know, throwing them shots at me like that, bro. Because it's true. <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and make my choice. The Karate Kid. The original with Ralph Macchio. Man, wasn't that like 1988, 87? Yes. I, I watched that in movie theater. It was. I, I mean, I did too. Me and my homeboy Kareem got dropped off by my parents <laughs> to go check that out. Okay. Karate Kid. Karate Kid made my list. Because <laughs> it was between that and Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> You're old school last. Damn, you are old soul, bro. Dude, I just watched Temple of Doom. Man, it's so good. Are you going to watch the new one? Do I dare I need to ask if the buffner will be? I don't know, man. I, I really out. think they need to. I really think they need to do a reboot. I heard the way they did the CG to work it in that it works out really well. I don't know. That's yeah. just what I heard, bro. But I, I mean, know. They, I, I feel like I'll, I'll check it out. I love. I love the Indiana Jones franchise. I, I do, except for uh, when it had River Phoenix in it. It was kind of... St- oh, no. In, uh, uh, oh, you don't like Tobey Maguire? Not Tobey Maguire. The, uh, Shayla Booth. Yeah, Shayla, Shayla Booth. But I think they yeah, wrote they- it up. They wrote it up well for that. River yeah. Phoenix was a little bit different. I feel you on that one with him. Yeah. Shayla uh, it was a little bit different. But yeah. other than that... Oh, I guess I go back to this. Indiana Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Jones, and then the, you know, the Lost Ark. 
not the Raiders, Raiders of Lost Art, Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, and the first yeah. three with Harrison Ford. Those, yes. when I say franchise, those are the three I initially think of. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and then the Last Crusade. That that was yeah, 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 yeah. That's it, right there. Yeah, yeah. that was the Last Crusade when he did with uh, uh, Sir Sean Connery. So, um, the dog's name was Indiana. <laughs> Damn, my bad dog. <laughs> the dog's name was Indiana. Oh my god, bro. But yeah, I, man, I'm telling you, look, this summer is gonna be amazing. Um, because there's some great, 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 great movies, and that's what made me want to come up with top five summer blockbusters. Make sure that you put yours in the chat. We definitely want to yes, hear yes, and see. Yes. So, Jay, what you came up with? Yeah, what's and I'm not trying to be slick. So what are you most looking forward to this summer? Well, I've seen Spider-Verse. Okay. Oh, my God. It's so amazing. If you haven't seen it, we're going to be talking about it on Bloatitude, hopefully Thursday, uh, before the other show. But, yeah, because uh, I got to go out on Friday. But, yeah, uh, that was amazing. I'm really looking forward to The Flash. That's going to be good. That's June my son. See, I'm excited about the Flash just because my son is excited about it. He's like, Dad, yes. can we go see the Flash? I'm like, Yeah, dog, we go see the Flash. Like, yeah. He's all into it. He watches a series on Netflix and yes. he can't wait to go, go see it. So I'm yeah. excited now, just the be Flash able to see it. The Flash is amazing. So I'm, I'm really excited for that. I'm ready to see the Flash. Um, also, Transformers, which is coming out this weekend. Very yeah. excited for that. Beast Wars. Uh, they call it Rise of the Beast, but this is Beast War, so I'm very now, excited for that. Now, Jay, this storyline, I, I need to I need to go read up on it. Because I'm like, when yep. did they go all primal on animal with, with the Transformers? When, what, what did I miss? But I want to see it. I do want to see it. Go see it. Uh, it's actually really good. The the cartoon and comics that, that this plays off of, if it plays to that, actually was a good canon um, for, for it. So... I really liked it. Uh, basically, you have Beast Wars, uh, and then against the Devastator, which was the uh, Decepticons and their kind of deal there. But um, this is good. Then also, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is coming out end of June. Uh, new cartoon, um, Mutant Mayhem. It is voiced by everybody. As a cartoon, it's not like the live uh, action no. one. Oh, okay. No, this is a cartoon, but it has uh, Ice Cube. It has John Cena. It has. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's literally voiced by everybody. Uh, Jackie Chan is Splinter. Um, I mean, dude, it's this is it's just going to be amazing. So, um, yes, I, that's why I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Cool, cool, cool. The summer blockbusters back. Let's go. <laughs> go ahead man thank you for tuning in appreciate the likes appreciate the love make sure that you share i'm jay stocks buff nerd let's go and i'm your boy big game james hey man y'all stop all this hating on all this bs man y'all tell somebody to tell somebody and if you haven't caught us before catch all these episodes because even if i say so myself the buff nerd and i we do a pretty damn good job of giving y'all sports only way we know how real and 100 percent 
a little bit of else stuff sprinkled in there along the way. So until next time, y'all be good. Peace. It's a big game. Who you know that got it behind the scenes like behind the O line soon as the QB say hype? <laughs> it's big game, big game. Analysis from the player's point of view. Injuries, big trouble.